Welcome to the Kevin and Friends Show. I am your host and co-founder of the podcast, Kevin Kaufman. Along with my business partner, Fred Weaver, we bring to you typically five podcasts a week. On Monday, I interview an expert in the field, sometimes in real estate, sometimes in marketing, sometimes just in entrepreneurship, people that I can really learn a lot from, and I think that you can too. On Tuesday, we bring to you industry headlines, kind of what is going on in the mortgage and real estate industry over the last few days, things that have made the news. We also bring you a couple times a week, I buyer updates in our segment called I Minute. And on Thursdays, every week, we bring to you a short business tip. The Kevin and Fred Show is a proud member of the Industry Syndicate uh, family of podcasts, and we are excited that you have joined us today. Hey, it's Kevin and Fred. Do you have a referral for us here in Phoenix? There are 30,000 agents here that you could send them to. Why us? Well, for one thing, we'll keep you updated and you'll never have to track down your commission. We'll also make you look really good to your client. And best of all, it helps us keep all this content free. So go to kevinandfred.com slash referral to make the introduction. We'll take great care of them. Hey guys, Kevin here. And today on the podcast, I'm so excited for this episode. My good friend, Michael Burnoff, is here to talk to us about his new book, Average Sucks. I had such a great time talking with Michael. Uh, For those of you who don't know Michael, Michael is the president and founder of the Human Communications Institute, a leader in the personal and professional development industry. Michael works directly with individuals as well as corporate executives, etc., different high performers who desire to transform their life or their company culture in this crazy marketplace. Michael's passion is for his work um, and his dedication is to point blank positively impacting the world by empowering every single individual. He is a family man, he is a friend, father, husband, he's just a good dude. I love him from the bottom of my heart. And I hope you enjoy this awesome episode where we talk about his new book called Average Sucks, which, by the way, you're going to want to get it. Head over to AverageSucks.com. That is AverageSucks.com. And check out this book. And for now, here's the interview. Welcome back to the Kevin and Fred Show. Michael Burnoff, how's it going, dude? I'm not Fred. You're not, but uh, you are Michael Burnoff. I'll I'll take that. Newly minted author, by the way. I love it. Dude, I'm so excited. Fred wrote the book. I'm, <laughs> I'm super excited to talk about the book Average Sucks, and, but before we jump into that, um, just kind of talk a little bit about you and your journey, and I'd love um, them. we won't go into the long story, because I promised you a, a shorter time frame today, and I, I know I we told could, him I told him I was going to do the whole long story. We could talk for hours about yeah. growing up in Jersey and all yeah. that, but for, for the person who doesn't know you yet, maybe like this is their first experience of Michael Burnoff, give us the elevator pitch of who you are and, and what you do. I mean, the, the big elevator pitch at the end of the day is um, the reason I wrote Average Sucks is I'm one of these people that literally takes people from where they are and helps them get where they want to go. So for 17 years, we've been obsessed with a very simple thing that communication is the most underdeveloped and underutilized asset that we have as human beings. So we teach people how to influence themselves and, and get what they want out of life. That's the big thing. I'd rather talk to you than the camera. Dude, that's pretty solid. You can yeah. talk to me too. You like that? Like the video is just for extra. Okay, so. cool. So you're not there. Yeah. They're just, they're just along for the ride. Yeah, cool. Um, so I love that. I don't think I've ever heard you say it exactly like that. I can say it again. That communication is the most underdeveloped and underutilized asset that we have as human beings, and most people don't know how to do it. And your whole future hinges on your ability to effectively communicate. All right, so I'm going st- to steal part of the punchline because I know do that's it. the thing that you figured out for yourself to help you go from 
a very, if we could, average life to humble beginnings, significantly better, right? Yes. So, um, what was your like? What was the moment? How did you figure out like, hey, if I communicate with myself differently, was it how to how to win friends and influence people? I it's, it's interesting that book. So I, I went to Arizona State, and then I was invited to not come back after a couple of years. Not, not not come back. I was just told like basically, um, you're not that good at this. Does that make <laughs> sense? So I went to community college, and while I was at community college, they were offering books you could read, and one was how to win friends and influence people. I don't even know if I read it, but I understood the title. It's like, wait a second, you can get better at things like that. I always thought my whole life, you get what you get and that's it. I didn't realize that you could actually get better at these things. That's, you know, it's pretty cool because I, I know a lot of people too and grew up opposite side of the country, but it's very similar in a lot of ways to you from a standpoint of like, it always felt like, you know, some people were lucky, like they were yep. born into say a rich or wealthy family and yep. then other people weren't. So like some things were for them because, you know, like they qualified for it somehow. Yep. And then some other things weren't for, weren't for us, you know, or like there's this other group. We of don't people, get that stuff. It's like, yeah, we don't, we don't get to get in that line. Yep. Um, and so I can, I can totally relate to that. So why write a book, man? Because here's the thing that people don't know yet. It's torture too. I know it is just because we're friends in real yeah, life and yeah. I'm, I can, I've been along for the ride for, for a few years and uh, have talked to you many times about the book, which I'm glad that it got here and I'm ready to, That's great too. to, to dive into. It is a great book actually. Um, and I can attest to that. It's not even like, I'm not just saying that because we're friends. It's a great book. Yeah. And it's more importantly, like, I think it's a great message and it's something that people need to hear. You've been helping people for years though. Like, dude, you've been, I've been to your seminars, bro. Yeah. I've come to your seminars, I've sent friends to them, and every single even person. Fred. Yeah, even Fred, and like Fred, anybody who knows Fred knows that he's not like easy to please, and he's, he was blown away, like absolutely blown away from core, right? Yep. And my friend, uh, I was just talking to another friend, Tommy, the other day, yep. Yep. who went, to, uh, we went to HIT together. Yep. Actually, yep. I met him there, we didn't yep. go together, yep. but my friend Carly you was there at the same time. Carly was great, yeah. And, Everyone's like, yeah, it's awesome. So you've been, you've been impacting people for a long time, but yep. like, why write a book? So a couple of reasons. One is I wrote the book was part of my getting out of my own average. So I didn't need to write the book. The problem was when I went to write this, and I'll share this a lot, is that a nine-year-old boy tried to write the book and getting over my, my ADD, getting over my, um, I, I, I got to do it all myself. I got to figure it out. I thought it'd be a good idea to have a book because that's what people have. You're supposed to have a book you're supposed to have. And then I realized oh, it's hard. To write a book, to be honest with yourself and share with the world, like, what if they don't like it? Like, I got to put this out there. Like, it's scary to write a book, right? And then what happened is um, I turned around about 42 years old after messing with the book for about eight years. And then I realized, wait, wait a second. What can someone that's worked with hundreds of thousands of people, that's impacted lives, that uh, has millions of people they've spoken for, is married, has got great kids, got a great life, what can that person do? And that person got the book done in five days. So for me, becoming who I am, the old me could have never written the book. That's a non-author. Who I am now is an author. So like, here's the greatest thing I want everyone to experience in life is the night that the book came out. It was, we, 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 we broke Amazon. Let me explain what I mean by that is, we got so many reviews real quickly from our clients waiting to buy the book to get a review that literally they thought they were fake. We got like a ban on our account, like in one minute, 12.01, we got a ban. Like Corbin over there couldn't even leave a review. Literally, right, that guy right there could not leave a review at uh, 12.01, awesome. it's crazy, right? And. Um, I'm telling you this because I'm telling you this because the night I got the book done, I realized, wait a second, I made it so important, like I made it this big deal, and then it's not a big deal. Like it never, it needed to be a big deal to get me excited about it. I wasn't let down. It was like, wait a second, 
What next can I do? What's the next book I'm gonna make? What else can I do now that I'm an author? So like we as human beings make such a big deal about things. It's like selling a first house. Oh my God, first house, first house. Get it out of the way. 10 houses in a month, get it out of the way. Build a team of 10, get it out of the way. I mean, I know your industry too. Yep. And it's like most people, oh my God, what am I gonna say on the showing? Just get it out of the way, stop making a big deal. I love that. So, all right, so let's talk about this for a second. Cause the, okay, so the title of the book, if you haven't figured it out yet, haven't seen it, Average Sucks. It's everywhere. It's on the shirt. Yeah. It's on his license plate outside the building where we're sitting right now. Um, it's, it's everywhere, right? So, but most people, when they hear Average Sucks, they think, yeah, I don't want to be average either, right? Yep. But that's, yep. that's not what it is. So do me a favor, tell us what Average Sucks means to you. Yeah, when people see it immediately, the first reaction they have is, yeah, dude, I'm better than you. I'm, uh, you know, I'm better than this. I'm better than that. I'm better than you. Yeah, screw them. They're average, all that stuff. That's the Average Sucks. That's what everybody thinks. And a lot of people like that. They're like, they'll wear the shirt for that reason. They're, they look great in their, their muscle tee and they, they, they say, I'm, I'm above average. What average sucks is something different. So when I first said it the first time, I was in a group of uh, very high, highly functioning doctors, thousand medical professions in the world, the unicorns of the world, like making a million bucks a year plus. And I looked them in the eyes and I, like I look at these guys and I said, I said, um, you know what your problem is? And they're like, what? You're average. And I waited. And I waited and I waited and I waited. And they're like, I don't want to hear that. My average. What are you talking about? I'm not average. Look at me. I've done this. I'm like, no, no, no. You're not average, but it's your average that holds you back. You have an average. I have average. Every agent has an average amount of houses they sell. Yeah. Every marketer has an average amount of uh, returns they get to leads. Every single person has the average amount of times they work out. We all are dominated by our average. And your average controls your life. And your average is your identity. That's, so that's the part I, that really hit me was like, it actually controls your identity. Controls your life. If you try to make more money, your average pulls you back. If you try to work out, and I say try, you will fail. Like if you, if you see yourself as an alcoholic, you can try to be sober, you'll always be an alcoholic. You have to change your average, which is become a healthy person. So people don't get, they don't understand that. You are owned by your current identity. That's crazy, and is it safe to say we all have not just one identity or one average, but like we're average, we have our our average relationship and our average business yes. or our, our average job and our average physical fitness and our average whatever, you'll fill in the blank, like yes. all the different categories. And so we have all of these averages, but, and they could all move? Well, what it is is that you got to a point in your life where even average was your whole overarching aspect of your life. How we got this average is there was a time in your life where you said to yourself, never again. And you said to yourself, I will never ever do that again. I'll never make that little amount of money. I'll never be treated poorly. I'll never not make the commissions I wanna make. I will never do blank. And you said, never again. You didn't even know you did it. And at that moment, your average got started. And then you said, but I want that. So you live bouncing back between, I don't want, I do, I do want, I don't want, I do want, I don't want, I do want, I don't want. You don't actually get what you want, but you don't go there and you don't go there and you live everywhere in the middle. So we live our whole lives in the middle of what we want, wanting it, and avoiding, wanting and avoiding, wanting and avoiding. This is most people's existence. You, most people, I'm just gonna tell you, I, I, almost every dinner conversation is what I want and don't want. It's true. And that's what most people don't get what they want. Most people don't talk about how they're gonna do it, they just want it. So they want something more, but is it that they don't wanna do what they it can't, takes? They can't do it. Or they, they don't see themselves as You it. can't do it. That, that's the part people don't get about your average. They don't get like, like you can't do it as you. So there's three ways to change your life. One is to outgrow your current situation and step out of it. Just like literally grow. Personal development, become more confident, become more better communicator, become a better parent. Just like grow out of your problem. 
Number two is that you could get support from someone else. Let somebody else guide you. If you're coachable, let them help you. Number three is run your head into a freaking wall and try to freaking knock the wall down and I'll do it myself. And that's what most people are doing. They're trying to figure, and they might be running their head into the wall by reading books. They like, they're running their head like this into the wall and they don't realize that we need to grow and step over the wall into the life you want. And you're still gonna have an average but you're gonna have the average you actually chose, not the one you chose randomly back here. You're gonna have a new average. The new average, you're always gonna be battling with averages. Right. No Everything's matter, a percentage. No matter how big of a performer you are, right? Or, it doesn't matter. No matter how high you perform, or how well matter. you perform, it'll just be a new average. New average. And then can you get better from there? You get a new average. The question is, what average are you living? Are you living the one you want, or the one that you've been living? And most people are living the life they've been living. This whole COVID thing woke people up. It's like, what do you want? What do you wanna do? Like, is this what you want? If this is what you want, stay home. Just collect your checks, stay home. You want to produce something, now you got a chance. So I'm going to veer off the conversation yeah, here because you brought it up, like the COVID thing, because you and I have talked about this, like, gosh, a yep. handful of times in the last two or three months. Yep. Like, tell me, like, in your experience, because you're talking to so many people yep. every day. You're running thousands, thousands of people, thousands through, of people your, every week. through your phone course every week. Yep. Yep. Like, what, what is the prevailing mindset? Like, what's going on out there? And what are, are people learning from this? And are they, they're gonna, are they gonna choose a new average? Or are they going backwards? What are you seeing? So there's a big group of people awakening right now. And what I mean by awakening is like, wait a second, what I'm doing is not working. So I would say the group of people that would have been in the personal development, maybe it was 3% of the world, it may have moved to seven. Okay, so a little more people, which is great. I'm also gonna tell you there's three camps of people. There's people that literally are using this as an excuse. Like when Pier 1 went out of business, they, they were out of business in January. They're using this as an excuse. It's kind of like, well, you know, I can't make the prom because I got the flu. No, you're scared to ask her out. You're going to blame it on the flu. Does that yeah, make sense? Totally. So certain people are going to use this. Not everyone, not people watching your show, but certain people are going to use this as an excuse for not having to follow through. And they're going to like, see, see, Corona did it. And that could have been, see, 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 my ex-husband did it. See, 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 my ex-wife did it. My current wife did it. Okay. And then there's another group of people that are going to look and go, wait a second. I'm not where I want to be and they're going to go do something. There's three camps and people are going to vary which camp they're in based on what's going on in their life. So, so let me tell you, like, so my real estate team, right? Yep. We're, we do pretty good. And just you do like, better than pretty good. Just pr like, pr pretty good is Joe down the block. You well, do better than good. Okay. We, we're, we're good. But we also, we also have varying degrees of good within our team, right? Within, within our organization. And what I saw happen over the last 90 days or so is the ones that, um, that weren't producing or really weren't, weren't doing anything, they continue to do that and, and just hit a little bit more. And the ones that were producers and the ones that like dig in and work and want to get better, like they have taken, like their businesses are actually better today than they were 90 days ago. And the other folks that weren't so good, like I was telling a guy who, who works with us, I just said, you know, he was concerned about a few people. And I, I said, you gotta understand Joe, like this is just their current excuse for not doing whatever it is that they say that they want. Mm -hmm. And I mean, is, is that accurate? Like is my representation or you, my you're, experience? You're, you're correct. Um, basically what's going on is we've got a group of people that, uh, that are going for more and they wanna go for more, which is fantastic. That's the group that's doing more. Also, I'm gonna tell you, it's easier now than ever before. Half the world is taking a nap. So your competition's out. So they're scared or taking a nap. Like, so if you're playing a sports team, playing up, I'm a hockey guy, but in basketball, football, anything, if the guy you're playing against is a bum knee, you got an advantage. Right. So your competition's got a bum knee right now. They're, they're lazy, they're scared, they're worried, they're, they're concerned, they're homeschooling their kids. Th that alone is a disadvantage. So the guy that used to move 90 houses a month, now he's got to help homeschool, he's got, some, he's got a disadvantage going on. 
So if you're willing to dominate during that time, you get ahead. That's how you get ahead in business. It's like now you can hip check them and you're going to get hip check and knock them over. Yeah. Elbow to the back of the head. Yeah. Nice. I like it. Okay. Um, look at that little hockey analogy, yeah, right? Like, hip check's you, right. Hip Did check, I say that right? Hip check's good. I've never school. played hockey. Old but school. I know you're a hockey guy. So, okay. So this is an opportunity. So what I'm hearing, what, I, what I'm thinking, because like, okay, you know my story. We've talked about it. I got into real estate in 07. Yep. What was going on here in Phoenix? It was falling apart. Um, and that's I, like the Kingdom and, Living event you were there. Yeah, and what I realized is, like, oh my goodness, everyone's like telling me what a terrible time to get in real estate. But in my mind, I was like, that's just what it was. People were going backwards, and I was just, I was going full. I, 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 I felt like it was such an advantage to me to start my career at that time. And I feel like right now is another one of those moments in time where half the people are sleeping or they've yes. got the bum knee. Uh, they've got a, they've got the disadvantage, and it's now's an opportunity for people, regardless if they're in real estate or not, to go get more market share or get further ahead than where they were 90 days ago. Yes. So the point is, um, the, the point is, what people need to do right now is they can decide what they want. So the book we were, we battled with the subtitle forever. I wanted to make it like average sucks, the psychological triggers through whatever, and then we're like, Deborah goes, why don't you make it simple? What it really does? Why you don't get what you want and what to do about it? So right now you just got to ask yourself, what do you want? And it's a great opportunity. If you want to stay home, build a life that's just sit at home. If you want to build something big, go build a life build something big. So if you know what you want, then you can go get it. But most people want 80 things and you want little pieces of 80 things. Get really clear on what you want and go get it. This book shows you exactly how to build a person that automatically gets what you want. You need to build your wantingness and your obsession towards something that you shouldn't have to force. Like, here's the crazy part, Kevin. If you sat, like, if I looked at your records for real estate, you and Fred, and I looked at everything over the last years, there's a, there's a number there. There's an average that, right. that you know that within every one of your agents, there's, a, sure. there's an average, right? So it's right now, May, almost June. And if I said, you have to hibernate for the next 90 days, you're not allowed to do anything, nothing. It's not COVID, everything will be safe, you'll be okay, your bills will get paid. You're not allowed to do anything for 90 days. You can't make any money, but your bills will get paid. I can guarantee you by September, you would be motivated again. And from September to January, you would make up those numbers and the 90 days prior numbers. Because that's what we do as humans, because you'd have to. Because like I have this like internal desire or drive to hit my average. It's necessary. Remember, the, the liar lies, the, the drinker drinks, the, the judgmental person's judgmental. It's who I am. It's who you are. You are what you currently do. But if what you do is not what you want, we have a problem. And that's where the book comes in. Okay, so that's what this this is secretly that. So the agent, this is not about how to be motivated. There's a part about motivation in here. This is how to override unconsciously in your brain. Because like I spent the majority of my life pretending I wasn't good at things that I was good at. I lied to myself for years. I had no idea. Like I would pretend, well, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at that. Like, like you just one day are going to be good at it and you always were good at it. You just lie to yourself. Not you personally. We all lie. We, we all do it, right? Yeah. So... I can go on so much, but like I, I want to ask a couple other kind of like off. Ask yeah, off, anything off you want, stuff. and everybody get the book. AverageSucks.com. You are. We're gonna to link to it. Yeah. You're absolutely gonna buy a copy of this. You'll probably buy two, so that way you can give one out. Um, well, thank you for it too. The so, feedback we're getting is incredible. I expected it, but every single person who's read this so far that I've, re I've even read our most critical to, friend, they're all thinking yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's he read, excited. He on, so he was a guest. He's been a guest before. Yeah. And uh, and and by the way, he is like he's critical. He doesn't give anybody a free good pass. critical. Good critical. He never gives you. No. He's 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 tough but fair. We're talking yep. about our buddy Luke. Yep. And um, he is he's tough but fair, but yep. he's for sure tough. Yep. You know, he does not give out house compliments. Of four brothers. Yeah. yeah, you have to be tough, right? Yeah. What's been the, what was the funnest part about doing this? 
Once you, once you decide, once you decided, hold on a second, I, I'm going to write a book. I am going to, I am the guy that can write a book. Yep. That was the big thing. Uh, here's the best part of the book. It's nothing to do with the book. You know, the greatest moment of my life, I actually asked Deborah for help. And so I have the well, guy that helped me with the book, um, did help Tucker helped write 10 million copies. He did give David Goggins his book yeah. and he helped David wrote David's book. I wrote my book, but they, they helped with the publishing and the yeah. editing and everything. And Tucker did at least 10 million copies of his book and he's helping me over here and I'm not listening. Deborah says, I didn't want to ask my wife for help, but I just said, Hey, do you mind if I show you what I did? And I didn't want to. And then like, she's going to critique it and everything. And then I got to, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she took it and tweaked a couple things and helped me get it. And we got over the finish line. The greatest thing about the book was I asked for help and I let somebody help me. And I let people help me because remember the nine-year-old boy that was trying to write the book, the greatest realization, wait a second, I'll let her help me. The book's done like four or five days later. Is it because you're always the helper? Bingo. Because dude, you, I mean, whether you're on stage, like I've seen you on stage, yep. but then I've seen you in social settings, yep. I've seen you in masterminds, you're always the guy that's the resource to yep. everyone else. Yes. So you said, hold on, I'm gonna tap one of my resources, which happens to be your wife, who's yep. awesome. Yep. By the way, we, she was like, she came downstairs before yep. you came down and she was like, elbows or hugs? I was like, no, give me a damn hug. Yep. Like it's been too long. And uh, so she's amazing. And so you took her help. You let her be I the resource. I took her help, but here's the problem. Michael currently wasn't an author. My old average was non-author. My, my current average is Michael helps people, not Michael takes help. So 99 out of 100, Michael is going to give help versus take help. It is not my average to actually ask for help. In order to be the new average, I actually have to ask for help. Did you, was that, did you know like- um, It was a peak emotional experience. Okay, so it wasn't like a intellectual thing. It was a peak emotional experience where you it said- It was, I just did, I have no idea. I said, ah, help, does that make sense? Like, I yeah. literally just said it and boom. She said, of course. And then literally she looked at it, liked, didn't like, does that make sense? Shifted some things, asked, we agreed, didn't agree, blah, 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 got it done. Then the whole book's laid out in this office. Boom, boom, boom. Whole thing's laid out, off to the printer, published. Boom, boom, done. That's awesome. You know, what's funny is I've noticed, um, even just online, because today's the first time I've seen Deborah in a while too. Yep. I could tell how like excited for you she is. Oh, she's so excited. She's like, she is freaking grinning ear to ear. Yep. She posted the picture of you actually smiling, like yep. your big, what you yep. call it, your proud smile. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, she's so, she's so stoked right now. Yep. This is awesome. Well, she's happy because it's me. I showed up, you know what I'm saying? Cause we're being part of ourselves. Cause the whole average thing is, is like most people are like, Hey, I want to be like, um, someone else. You see this one agent, let's just say, and, and or you see like, I want to be like them. And you spend your whole life gravitationally pulling to be like Kim Kardashian or being like this YouTuber or being like this versus being all of yourself. See, when you fully show up, I think there's enough in all of us to produce 10 lifetimes worth of goals that we're so enamored by thinking, oh, Joe and Bill and Susie, and they got all the answers. All of the stuff is inside of us. So guy says to me, I talk about in the book, he goes, he goes, how tall are you? And I go, I'm, I'm six, six. He goes, start acting like it. And I'm like, that was big. So I'm, I'm, I'm acting 5'11", and I'm six foot six. That's six, seven inches of me, a capacity that I could grow that everyone has that they're not using. That's a big, that's a big amount of capacity that you're not using. You know what I love? And not to give too much away this one, but like this, you shared the uh, story about deciding that you, you did score goals. Yes. Like, I, man, that, when I read that, I was like, that's badass. He just decided he's, he's going to now be the guy that scores the goals. I, I, I spent my whole life playing hockey and thinking I couldn't score goals. I even played defense, so I didn't have to score goals. I didn't want to be uncomfortable. I didn't want to have the puck. And then I'm sitting here 40 years old. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? I'm not scoring. I can shoot hard. I know how to shoot. What am I doing? And then I'm like, what does a goal scorer do? They put the puck in the goal. What do salespeople do? You know what they do? They sell. They sell. 
what are, what are people that think they're good? Like I said to a guy once, I said, how good are you at sales? He goes, I'm great. I go, what do you make a year? He goes, I make 72,000. I said, you're not that good at sales. You're good, you're not great. If you're great, you're Bobby Axelrod in billions. Does yeah. that make sense? You're not that good. So how hard is it to admit you're not that good? Oh, you can it's... be great. For me, I look at things and I accept I'm not good. And as soon as I say I'm not good, I get a chance to get better. Scary, powerful stuff. When we, we okay, so not to pick on that one individual person, but like Bobby Axelrod. Let's no, no, no. I mean, it's hard to pick on Bobby Axelrod. Yeah. From billions. I mean, there's a couple of things. It's an awesome show, by the way. If you haven't seen it, if um, save your energy. So the guy that says, "Oh, I'm great at sales," is that a defense mechanism? It's his average. He's good based on his current reality, not based on his capability. So this is something I say in the book. Your average hangs out with your possibilities, okay, or your potential, either word you want to use, okay. and they think they're friends. Your average is the friend that comes over that curses and smokes and wants to hang out with your eight-year-old. You should tell your average to fuck off. Does that right. make sense? Yes. Meaning, and not in a bad way. That's why it's called average sucks and not average stinks. Yeah. So the point is, they hang out as best friends, your average and your potential. And you know what happens? They intermingle with each other. And, and you're not, your and potential really, goes backwards, right? Because you're the average of like the five people you're hanging out with the most. And but, so. but metaphorically, my potential, all of Michael's ability, all Kevin's ability, all everyone's ability is hanging out with your average, and that's when we lose. So we got to raise our average. 100%. We got to raise our average. You have to raise what happens automatically so your life gets easier and you get what you want automatically. This book is not about hard work. This book is about making your life easier than it currently is. I love that. That's exciting. We don't want really people exciting. to work hard, dude. It's not about the numbers. Dude, the numbers, like, like I know you teach numbers. If you make 100 calls, 100 dials, you made 100 dials. You either made 100 dials or you got 100 dials better. Question is, what do you want? Do you want to be better at sales or do you want to make 100 dials? Most people, everyone's got it wrong their whole life. So I make 1,000 calls, I make 100 calls, I get three people to buy. I make 200, I get nine people to buy. Oh, dude, you're better because you've been calling. No, you're better permanently because you've done the 200. So the question is, how fast are you going to become a more confident communicator? It's not a numbers game. It's a you get better thing. So, so you, we're making the 100 dials so we can get better at those calls. So you get better at life. Not so we can say I made 100 dials. No, you're making 100 dials so when you're done with 100 dials, you're a better communicator. That's huge. And the communication starts with yourself or? You start with both. There's all kinds of communication, but this communication, people communicate. Just learning how to not be bothered by the 100 calls is the gift. Jim Rohn was my, I have my dad and I have Jim Rohn, which was like my business dad as a kid. And Jim always said, very simply, don't become, set your goal to become a millionaire, not because of the money, but the person it makes you in the process. Like you have to grow into that, your yeah. average has to get yes. better. Yes, yeah. Dude, I love that. This is good, man. We're getting fired up right now. We're gonna go like, just go, just destroy things and build things. Absolutely. Well, we're gonna go destroy our average sucks part. Yes. We're gonna make our new average better. Yes, you're, you'll never be happy with your average if what you want is not what you're doing. That's, sense? that's deep. So if what you want is to move, like what is the average person that's watching this? Are they in real estate? Yep. If the average person watching this is, let's say you move three houses a month, three a year for a lot of people in good markets is great, but let's just say three a month, right? If that's your average, but you want to do nine, you can't be you anymore. You have to be the person that does nine. It's not fake it till you make it, is that you need to grow. You need to grow into that you, person. You can pretend you're gonna do nine and you can lie to yourself and every once in a while you might get nine. But the person that does nine versus... So it's, it's a different person. It's, they do different things than the person that sells three. They act differently. I mean, one guy could have been a marine recruiter. 
Like, oh, dude, he's been in real estate a month. Why is he good? Yeah, because he used to send young boys and girls off to war at the mall. Does that make sense? Of course he's good at sales. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? You don't know what people have been through. So the question is, you're either going to go through it and become more. You can either grow and become better. Confidence, communication, congruency, do what you said you're going to do. Become more confident, become a better communicator. Or you're going to be a person that bitches and complains. I'd rather grow than bitch and complain. Growing sounds better. I'm going to tell you, the majority of the real estate is just bitches and complains. Yes. Yeah. You need to stop that. And your bitching and complaining makes you a bitcher and complainer. Not, not any better. Yeah. Just a bitcher and complainer. You're, like, you're thinking right now we either lost our audience or we have. Oh no, I'm like I'm trying to I'm trying to catch up with you. Okay, website is averagesucks.com. We own the domain. We own everything. I own the trade name. I own it all. I own the whole concept. Averagesucks.com. But here's the thing. I own it, so I can give it to you. And like uh, like Chip says, it's not uh, it's not a it's not a like slogan. It's a statement. So when you wear the shirt average sucks, it basically says, I'm refusing to be average. I love it. And you it's wear like it a reminder. Cape. Yeah. So averagesucks.com. Averagesucks.com. Guys, get the book. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. I can guarantee you. Send one. it back if you don't like it. You won't. No, there's no average way people. Yeah. So is that where people should catch up with you at? Yeah, I mean, the next best thing is like, I, I, we, if you go to averagesucks.com, you can pick Kindle or, or hardback, whatever. It's sold all over the world. If you're in Canada watching this, you gotta go to the Canadian Amazon. If you're in Europe, go to the European, Barnes and Nobles, you can get the book anywhere. The, um, the point is, I always say that the best way to explain, you can go to my website, Michael Burnoff, but don't. I'm gonna give you something better. Um, I'd like to work with you, and I'd like to let anybody like, take one of our classes. So I, anyone wants this, go to calltoactiontime.com. It's called the number two, actiontime.com. Anyone wants to work with us, you can work live with me in a group setting for free for a few days. If you like me, we'll figure it out from there. But it's during COVID, I realized, why not just help people? Hold on. I want to say something. And, and you to, purchased I'll, that I'll, class. I'll, I did purchase that class. I, went to, I did call to action. And I already liked you as a friend before. But damn, I hated you at the beginning of that. Yep. But, and then loved you even more before those what five, before days. five days was it's over. over the phone you don't have to even leave your house it, it's covid friendly oh man i was so mad at you and then i was like oh man i love this guy so much because that class was so impactful so i can't recommend that enough like that is a, that is and a he big paid fat for it. you get it for free stamp of stamp of approval like absolutely that. do that um AverageSucks.com, check it out. I will also link to the call to action as well. Yeah, call to action notes. time. Uh, do it, I mean, if you're serious about it. I've only worked with about 5,000 agents. I've been on almost every major stage of every real estate company. I keep on getting welcome back. I'm responsible for selling tens of thousands of investment properties for people over the years so we know what we're doing, but you're not gonna learn sales stuff from me. You're gonna learn how to sell yourself because I know my next book. I know the name of it already. Do you? Yeah, it's called How to Market to Yourself. Cheers. Oh, so maybe maybe it's for the next time, but I have a, I have a story about that because you taught me how to do that one time. Yep. We had a phone call about that. Gosh, I'm say yourself on things. Must have been like five, six years ago. We'll tease them. I'll the next never forget interview. that call. Yeah. I'll never forget it. All right, guys. AverageSucks.com. Check it out. Michael Burnoff. Thanks, dude. Appreciate it. I appreciate Get it for your it. team too. They'll love it. Talk to you guys soon. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Join the Kevin and Fred community, part of EXP Realty, and partner with us today. You'll get free access to live trainings two or more times a month, live events and in-person masterminds, digital downloads to help you run and scale your business, and much, much more. To learn more and join our community, visit kevinandfred.com slash contact and contact us today. Not ready to join our community? No problem. Continue enjoying all this great content on our podcast for free.